millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's a brand new month, which means we're diving into your encounters with the paranormal. Anything out of the ordinary, any sign that you've seen or spooky experience you've had, we're here to get stuck into it and offer some guidance. Welcome back to Paranormal Activity with me, Yvette Fielding, and welcome to this month's listener special, where I answer your questions, hear evidence and delve into your paranormal encounters. Welcome to another listener special episode and as always we kick things off with this week's fact or fiction and listen out for the answer at the end of the programme. Pythagoras claimed to have had a past life experience as a Trojan warrior. Hmm, is this fact or fiction? What do you think? Find out at the end of the show. Well, let's start off this week with a message we got from paranormal investigator Adrian over on our email. He writes, Hi Yvette, hope you're all well. I want to say a big thank you for an excellent podcast. And it really was you and the Most Haunted Tomb who were the big reason for me getting a real interest in the paranormal. I now carry out investigations around the country and help run paranormal investigations at the Silver Mountain Experience, which is an old Victorian mine here in Aberystwyth. I wanted to let you know about some experiences I had with my ex-wife. She was really into the paranormal and her great-grandmother was also a practicing white witch. Due to this, she had always been quite spiritual. When I first moved in with her, I noticed that she had a drawing on the side of her bed. She explained it was done by a psychic artist and was apparently a drawing of her great-grandmother. On one occasion, I walked up the stairs and opposite the top step was the entrance to our bedroom. Sat on the edge of the bed was a little old lady who stood up, looked at me, then vanished. I went running downstairs to tell my ex what had happened and being rather blasé about it, she said, Oh, yeah, that's just Nan and carried on with what she was doing. I was once shown a photo of her great Nan and sure enough, the drawing was the spitting image. Anyway, the most terrifying thing I have ever encountered was one night in our new home. She and I both went up to bed. I went and got straight into bed while she went and checked on her kids. The layout of the room was that our bed was against the wall with the doorway to the bedroom on the left. Opposite that was our wardrobe. On the right-hand side of the bedroom was a double window. I slept on the left, she on the right, so I was closest to the door. 
After checking on her children, less than five minutes later, she came in the room, dived across me, got into bed and gripped hold of me. She said, don't let go. But I thought she had said, don't look up. So what's the first thing you do? The lights were off with only moonlight coming in through the window. I looked up and stood in front of the wardrobe was a tall black figure. I couldn't make out any features. It moved slowly toward my side of the bed, leant over me with its head only a couple of inches from my face. It then stood up, moved around the bottom of the bed to her side and did the same to her. It then stood up and walked slowly around the bed again and walked out of the room. Now, I know some people would say that this was sleep paralysis and it's very similar to what people describe. I was that terrified I couldn't make a sound no matter how much I wanted to. The problem with the sleep paralysis explanation is I know I was wide awake and the fact that both she and I were watching exactly the same thing. As soon as the figure left the room, she sat up, looked at me and said, what the beep was that? I then went to sit up in the bed and found I could not move my legs. She did take a photo, which I no longer have, but had two perfectly imprinted handprints in the duvet over my thighs. We would go on to recall the story a number of times to people, so we definitely witnessed the same thing. Anyway, keep up the good work, and if you and the team ever want to investigate an old Victorian mine in the middle of Wales, give me a shout. Well, hi, Adrian. Well, you've certainly had a couple of frightening experiences, haven't you? I mean, seeing your ex's great nan for a starters must have been a shock. But to have that encounter in your bedroom sounded absolutely terrifying. Why do some spirits like to visit us when we're relaxing in our beds? What's that about? I do wish they wouldn't do that, but it's most likely when we are at our most relaxed that they feel they can enter our atmosphere. Most of the time, these bedroom ghostly visitors can be explained as sleep paralysis or night terrors. But when, as you quite rightly say, Adrian, two of you encountered this dark figure, So that really knocks the sleep paralysis theory on the head, doesn't it? I wonder who it was. Could you have possibly had something follow you back to your home after an investigation, perhaps? Or is there something connected to the house you were staying in at the time? Oh, I'd love to know more and try to get to the bottom of it. I love a good mystery me. Yes, I would love to investigate an old mine. Let me know who to contact and we'll get on it. Thanks, Adrian. And if you manage to capture anything paranormal whilst out with your paranormal group, do send it in to me. I'd love to see what you guys are getting. Next up, we have Grace. My family, she writes, have always called me the ghost child, as I've had many experiences over the years and I'm quite sensitive to the other side. The first ghost I ever can remember seeing was my dog a day or two after she passed. I was about four or five at the time. She was a light blue smoky silhouette and she walked from the room she passed in to the doorway of my bedroom, looked in at me and then she jumped in the air and disappeared. I also told my mum once that I knew her mum and that she used to tell me stories of how I was coming here to look after her and that I went through the water to get here bearing in mind my grandma passed 10 years before I was born. Also very spooky. I've had lots of very vivid dreams about past lives, but I could go into more detail about that in another email if you'd like. I know I'm sensitive to the other side. I'm nowhere near able to pick out names or dates, etc. But I can always tell when there's a spirit nearby. I can be fine one minute and as soon as someone talks about a loved one who's passed or I walk into a room where there's been a lot of energy, for example, someone passed there, something dramatic happened. It's like my whole head feels different. 
The only way I can describe it is when you tune out of a radio frequency ever so slightly and you hear that fuzzy feedback. And for me, it's like the stronger the energy, the more fuzziness and heavy I feel. I'd love to know your feedback on this and maybe any advice on how to enhance this or even protect myself. Hi, Grace. Well, what a gift you have. Yeah, it certainly sounds to me as if you're sensitive to the other side. And if you're happy with it, then try to enhance these connections. Now, wouldn't it be wonderful if you start to hear or see the spirits that you can sense? Now, the first barrier to get through is fear. If you can conquer that, then you're on your way. But the most important thing to do, in my humble opinion, is of course protection. You did mention that. Now you've heard me bang on about this for ages and apologies for those who have, but Grace, you must, must, must protect yourself. So for this, again, apologies if you've heard this a thousand times, every morning and every night before you get out of bed and before you go to sleep, imagine yourself embraced and surrounded by a beautiful, brilliant white light, almost like a bubble. And you're in that white light all day and all night and everything is protected. You, your soul, everything is protected. Or you could imagine a beautiful, bright, white sleeping bag that you're stepping into and you're zipping yourself up. There's a hood even covering your face. You are completely and utterly protected. I really, really believe in this and and I know it does work. Another good thing for you to do um, and look into is Buddhist centres. They're a great place to go to and they do do, a lot of them do group meditation. Uh, It could be small groups or if you prefer a larger group, I like to go to a smaller one. But do try and go to these once a week and have a look at some places near where you live. There's bound to be someone not too far away. Obviously, if you live on the Isle of Sheppey or in the middle of nowhere, then that might be a bit difficult. But these meditation sessions will really help you and teach you how to keep grounded. And of course, if there isn't one, you know, within half an hour or find it difficult to get to, you can always go online, always go on YouTube, find, you know, a Buddhist meditation for you to keep grounded. And they will really help you and teach you how to move forward. And let me know how you get on, love. And of course, I'd love to hear more about your past life experiences. Welcome to Mum's the Word, the parenting podcast. Where we answer the questions you want to hear about parenthood. And provide you with real, honest advice for every stage of your parenting journey. Whether you're a parent-to-be, a new mum like me, navigating those sleepless nights. Or a more experienced parent facing the challenges of raising older kids like me. We've got you covered with relatable stories, expert insights and plenty of laughs along the way. So grab your headphones, a cup of coffee or maybe something stronger. And let's get real about parenting. We're not going to be sugarcoating anything from punamis to piles. Nothing is off limits at Mum's The Word. It's a podcast for all the parents out there, our own little club. Mum's The Word. Listen wherever you get your your podcast from and hit follow so you don't miss an episode in the market for investment worthy bags watches and fine jewelry rebag is the answer 
Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Our listener Paul got in touch to share. He writes, When I was very young, at the age of 11 years old, I was playing in the streets with my friend who was about 10 and there was a big hill not far from me where people walk their dogs, people ride horses and children play up there climbing trees and playing hide and seek. Sounds lovely. Underneath the hill is a massive reservoir that serves the massive area of water. When you're up there, you can see from miles north, east, west and south, it's like being in an aeroplane. The place is called Sedgley Beacon and it's in the black country West Midlands uh, between Wolverhampton and Dudley. As I was saying, I was playing in the street with my friends where everybody played and you could see everywhere because it was so high up, like it's touching the sky. I think it was me that noticed what I saw, not my friend, because I said, Simon, what the hell is that? And we were so focused on what we saw, we didn't speak for a couple of minutes. Then I said, come on, let's run to the top of the street, buy some shops, because when you stand by the shops, there's nothing in front of the beacon to stop the view of the hill. Before we got to the shops, I ran in the house shouting at my dad, there's something strange, dad, on the beacon. I asked him where the binoculars were. I grabbed them and ran up the street as fast as my legs could go. All I can tell you is what I saw and it was a very bright orange light ball. It was very big and it was a summer night and I'm sure it was somewhere between 8.30 and 9 at night. We know it wasn't the sun because that was going down in the sky towards our right. This orange ball was bouncing up and down across the hill. The strangest thing was, as soon as I got the orange ball in my binoculars, it just vanished. My friend said, where did that go, Paul? I just stood there looking confused in what I saw and the way it just vanished. I've read loads of UFO stories where people all say things like it was a saucer or a white ball, but never read anyone say it was an orange ball that was bouncing up and down, like what I saw. I mean, we were very young children, but we know what we saw and I can't explain it. I'm 62 years old. I drive round there to pick my daughter up every time. And when I see the hill, I always shake my head and say, what did I see that night? It still sticks in my head. 
Well, Paul, I love a good UFO sighting, as you probably know, and I totally believe in what you saw. And you're not on your own, you know. Many people around the world have described orbs, balls of different coloured light, floating, hovering and shooting off at incredible speeds. Some people report the orange light as being in the centre of a craft. So maybe the orb was part of a UFO that was much larger. But your email got me thinking, Paul. So I looked up all the different types of sightings in the UK and it's fascinating. So here's just a few. So, for instance, these were all sighted in 2001. Uh, In Merseyside, one square-shaped object, orange light in the middle, was moving from south to the north and then to the west. In Lancashire, a flashing red and blue pulsing light was seen. Then the object glowed orange and started to move towards the ground. Then we move across the country to Staffordshire, Object burning up in the sky, breaking into two, three pieces, looked like a shooting star, but lower in the sky turned green. In Lancashire, orange ball in the sky, looked to be on fire, was coming from an easterly direction. Lincolnshire, the object looked like a rocket, had a white slash orange glow. West Yorkshire, a large orange ball with a triangle-like structure inside it and two white lights at the edge. Hampshire, bright orange ball in the sky which hopped before disappearing. Norfolk, large orange tadpole-shaped object with a long tail, was followed shortly afterwards by two more similar objects. Greater Manchester, two great plumes of smoke in the sky over Stockport railway station. A grey triangle was then witnessed. West Midlands, a bright light that was covered in black spots. (laughs) That's an unusual one. So there you go, Paul. As I said, you are certainly not on your own. Now let's get the answer to this week's fact or fiction. And to remind you, it was Pythagoras claimed to have had a past life experience as a Trojan warrior. Hmm, is that too hard to believe? What do you think? Well, the answer is fact. (laughs) Nearly got you there, didn't I? Possibly the first person on record to have claimed being famous in a past life was the Greek philosopher Pythagoras. According to Ovid, Pythagoras said he had been the warrior Euphorbus in the Trojan War, providing a single verification. I recognise the shield I used to carry on my left arm, recently in the Temple of Juno at Argos, city of Abbas. Pythagoras claimed that his first life was as Athelides, son of Hermes. Hermes granted Pythagoras the ability to remember all of his past incarnations, which as well as the Trojan warrior Euphorbus, included the philosopher Hermotimus and Pyrrhus, a fisherman from Delos. Get in touch with me and share your stories at contact at paranormalpod.co.uk or we are on WhatsApp and the number is 075-999-27537 and Instagram as well. Our handle is at paranormalactivitypod and that's where we'll share all our pictures and any videos that you send in to us. Stay up to date with the newest episodes by giving us a follow and I'll be back again same time next week. But if you can't wait until then, visit www.paranormalpod.co.uk where you can find options to get episodes a day early. Have a great week, stay safe and remember, things aren't always as they seem.
Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50-80% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.